Some haunted locations claim to have whispering spirits, doors mysteriously opening on their own, the feeling of always being watched, sometimes even touched. Some of these spirits have names, Big Black, The Gray Lady, Jennifer. Some claim to be so haunted, guests refuse to come back, or some so intrigued that they can't seem to stay away. And then you have haunted locations that can't be described, where the hauntings are so innumerable, the story's too scary to tell, that you just have to go in blind and hope you see what others have seen, or in some cases, hope you don't have to see what they've seen. Every so often, a haunted location like this presents itself to you, unexpectedly, and it seems we found just that location in the halls of the Lawrenceville United Methodist Village. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. Happy first Thursday of the month. Yay. Of May. And you want to know. May. Yeah. You want to. We're not going to do the lame Justin Timberlake thing, even though I really want to. Uh, did you see that? We don't have to say it, but did you see? First of all, Lance Bass has a TikTok. I think I knew that. Yeah. He posts a video of him doing that dance. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like yep. the Madison Square Garden dance, I'm sure. The No Strings Attached dance. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that was their big concert, but. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. He still got it. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I wish, I kind of wish the other Backstreet Boys would like duet it or whatever. <laughs> That's in sync. In sync. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, you guys. I Are you going to use pregnancy brain on that one? I am because I know better and I know that's stupid and I've been saying stupid stuff and well it's it's just wild like first of all I saw a post that was like we're halfway to Halloween and listen I love Halloween but no like it just just turned to 2022 and how like that annoyed me for some reason I was like dang we're finally kind of getting nice weather and you're gonna sit here and do this to me Uh and then second, we are in uh, your birth month, not birth month. Not but mine, but... Soon to be a child. child. <laughs> yeah, where it's... You're in the... It will be this month. Single digits as far as due weeks date go. Because her is May 30th, and like surely they won't let me go past that point. Yeah. I don't think. Not this being the first one, so... No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But I don't know. It's not really sinking in yet either at the same time. So, Right. I don't know. There's just lots going on right now. By the time you hear this, uh, National Paranormal Day will have happened. I believe that's May 3rd. Yes. Yep. Yes. Oh, so we didn't get to tell you guys. So sorry. Again, life. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> it was Paranormal Day either yesterday or the day. When are you hearing this? What day? May <laughs> Thursday. 5th. May 5th. 5th. Okay. So it was like a day or two ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yay. Hopefully you did something spooky that day. <laughs> yeah. We, I don't know. We live it. It's every day. That's what we do. Then... Uh, a special somebody. She'll be mad that I'm saying it. Uh, someone will have had a birthday by then. Maddie's birthday is oh. May 4th. Uh-huh. So the day before this happens. Uh-huh. She's going to be an old fart. We try to drink sometimes. Every time we do, she's like, don't let me drink anymore. Uh-huh. Like, you can't drink like you used to. I'm sorry. It hurts. It happens. It sucks. I don't know when you pass that threshold, but you do. And it sucks. It yeah, I don't know if I can pinpoint when it happened. It was a sl- it was a slow rollout process. I think it was also denial. Like I'm fine, and then I was not fine. That was yeah. probably part of the problem too. Yeah, yeah. And just it's already the fifth month of twenty. I don't know. There's just this is just a lot. <laughs> Halfway through twenty two. How almost? Yeah. That's My gross. God, it's icky. Speaking of, she's. Moving and a grooving. Oh, I don't yeah. know. She said, you said she's rolling around, kicking. She's whatever. running out of room, so the kicks and jabs have just turned into like I I don't know thrashing she's, in yes. place. <laughs> you can tell she's just like rolling and. Ugh, ugh. Is it? Oh, I don't want to think about. There's like 
a person inside of you. I don't... Ugh. It's weird. <laughs> Let's don't not. Think about it too much. Let's not. That's spookier than paranormal <laughs> stuff, honestly. <laughs> well, it's to the point now where I do get to do a sonogram every time I go or ultrasound. Honestly, I don't know what the difference is between the two. I use them interchangeably. No one corrects me. Is sonogram with noise, ultrasound is just visual? I'm using my... I don't know. I, don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> anyway, the point is, the bigger she gets, the more room she doesn't have. So when they do, when they put her up on the screen, you can only see bits and pieces instead of like a whole child. So that kind of puts it in perspective. Because before I'm like, oh, I can see everything in one thing. And they're like, that's her foot. And then they go, there's the other foot. And they have to like <laughs> move around and like, here's pieces of her. Oh my goodness. I haven't seen her face in a few weeks. She faces my back every time, I guess. Mm-mm. She a turd and won't move. So. <laughs> Whatever. She's shy like me. Yeah. They also told me her second toe looks like it's longer than her big toe, which neither John or I have. So I don't know where that came from. That's so... Has technology gone too far? Like, how can they see that? No, it's pretty clear, the picture of the foot. I didn't bring it with me, but they took a picture Do of I? it. Do I? No. 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 No, I have some bunions on my <laughs> That and they can tell me she has a little hair. She's got hair on her head. Uh, they they said they can see it in the uh, the sonogram, ultrasound, whatever. And I said, uh huh. Yep. Like you see those spikes? So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I saw nothing. Yeah. Anyway, enough about my child. She'll be here in due time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we by, have other matters to discuss. Next. Listen by the next uh, location Let, episode. Oh. By, no, not by next location. No, well, like location we've gone to. Oh, I was like, don't, don't put that evil on me. Yikes, what are you doing? No. <sighs> I need just a little bit more time. I am not ready. Okay, well, whatever. Happy May. Yay. Uh, yeah, that's all. Okay, <laughs> well, since it is the first Thursday, so what you just said, first Thursday of the month, uh, we will be covering somewhere we have actually traveled. Yay. Which Whoa. we will continue to try to do. Again, we can't do it every week like we used to. Yeah, but- there are some discussions happening because someone will be a little busy going for a forward. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll do the best we can to have locations for you still. Yeah. I think we'll I think we'll have something worked out. I think we've I hope probably so. gotta figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Who knows? I don't okay. know. But this week, we are covering, uh, we went to Illinois. We actually did step outside of Indiana for a mm-hmm. moment, and we went to... I don't think it was necessarily last... It kind of was last minute, actually, wasn't it? It was. It was... Well, because we had never heard of it, and we're like, well, the price is right, so right. the distance isn't that bad, so, and we just decided to go for it at the last minute. And right, and it would have been better. I had my second job at the time. And I think got off work, got home, and we just went, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucked. That <laughs> was awful. Because it was, this, we were lucky, was an overnight investigation for a very decent price. Oh, yeah. Like, what, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m.? It started at midnight. Midnight. Midnight to 5 a.m. But yeah. even still, we're like, shoot, we gotta check it out for the money, and... But That's it was a weekend I, I, night. I'd take a trip, or I'd take a take a chance. Yeah, I didn't leave until eleven or so from my job. Luckily, we had the hour change because it was an hour drive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very tired, Kelsey. But w- was it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's, Let's find, find out. out. Yeah. Where did we go? We it's went a mouthful. To. It is the Lawrenceville United Methodist Village. Yes. Yes. In Lawrenceville, Illinois. Illinois. Yay. Yeah. And I'm going to be doing the history of this place. (laughs) Yay. The problem is, and I'm telling you right now, this was so frustrating because there is an actual uh, working location right now with the same name, but I don't know if it's the same people or they just moved to a new building. But there's an actual working location now by the same name. So trying to Google it or find any information was terribly difficult. Yeah. But I did come up with some. So it's okay. I, I, we wouldn't be doing this otherwise. <laughs> right. But I'm going to do my best. 
First, I'm going to talk to you about the city itself, Lawrenceville. Right, yes. And we went to worldpopulationreview.com. Of course. Also hit up lawrencecity.com, which is the city's own website. Okay, well, not to sound stupid, but wouldn't it be Lawrenceville? It just says Lawrence City. Oh, all right. That is a copy and paste, my guy. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, y'all didn't even get the name right. No. I don't know. Okay. Lawrenceville, the city, is a grand 2.2 square miles. Sounds right. With a population of 4,423 people in the 2020 census. That felt right. It's been on a slow decline for a the last couple A lot of places decades. have been... Um, We've talked about why we think why. Well, this has been like a more than a decade worth of de- decline. Oh, okay. So, but when I say slow, when we're talking a few decades, I think it was like 4,600 at some point. Now it's 4,400. So I've lost 200 people somewhere along It is a trickle. the last couple decades. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the median age in Lawrenceville is 42.8 years old. That is kind of old. Is that, oh, that's right. We said 30s. I don't know why I was thinking 50s. No, that, that is no, high. That's like high, high. mid-30s <laughs> is average. So it's a little bit older, which is funny because, haha, we'll get there. Um, for males, they're a little bit younger. They're 41.3 years old, where the females are 44.4 years old hmm. on average. Isn't, is that, has that been the trend recently? That... No. Women are older? Yes. It was for the last episode. I don't know about going all the way back, but... I don't know. Yeah, it is an older town. And United uh, Methodist Village happens to be an old nursing home. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, with it being an older town, I don't know. This is where people want to spend their their last days. The golden years. Right. (laughs) The sunset years, if you will. <laughs> that sounds so much worse than golden <laughs> no. years. Uh, I did get some demographics from Lawrenceville. I, uh, go on. I'm sure I will I be shocked. I don't know why. I will I be shocked. No idea why Blinded I did this. by the white, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 93.18%. What? Yeah, revved up like a deuce. I told you. <laughs> hey, but then the next is Native American at 1.51%. Hello. Mm-hmm. Asian at 1.42. Yes. Other race at 1.42. Yeah. Two or more races at 1.42. Uh huh. <laughs> Black or African American at 1.06. Sorry, right. break the trend. Uh, there are no Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islanders in Lawrenceville. <laughs> Yeah, well, they almost got a little bit of everything, which is more than some places can say. That's what I... I'm like, you know what? There's, they almost got all the bases covered. Almost. Which... Almost. For, okay. For Lawrenceville, Illinois, we'll take it. Yeah. Not too shabby, I guess, Lawrenceville. I mean, it could be better, but you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> now, this comes from the actual city's website directly, just because I've heard this. I don't understand what the draw is, but... It said Lawrence County is in the heart of a 10-state region and central to most of the major metropolitan areas of the Midwest, and they're also the county seat. That's so ah. that's so weird. Why would you want to be the county seat? Honestly, I don't know. I guess it's a really big deal. You get to showboat when you're the county seat. And I tried looking at I'm like, why what are the benefits of being the county seat of the the county, you know? Of the cities in that county. I, and mm, mm. I don't know. You, I guess you handle all the paperwork, which that sounds like work. You're <laughs> just essentially a delegate for bigger and better things. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That sounds not appealing in any way, shape, or form. No. But cities really want that county seat. Yeah. You want to be that last voice, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> That's a Lawrenceville. Uh, beyond that is pretty dull they don't have much going on they have some museums i think a park uh they had a museum and a park and uh yeah that was it that was all for the city of lawrenceville good (laughs) i looked i was like what's there to do in lawrenceville and they don't even have like fun little parades or festivals or i don't know i guess because they're older they're like no time (laughs) we are not getting out of our homes for this no thank you yeah they don't have like anything cutesy fun turtle races we've had that before yeah turtle races something with corn 
Oh, yeah. The Corn Festival, right? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, yeah. Lots they, of good things. It doesn't seem like they do anything fun there, so boo. boo. Pick it up, Warrensville. Maybe people want to visit more. <laughs> right? Throw in some ducks, some turtles. People will show up. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Animals in general, people like animals. They sure do. Show up for it. Anyway, that's all. The town was boring, so I just skipped that. And <laughs> Sorry. I said, let's find out about United Methodist Village, because we want to know. Again, I was ripping my hair out because there is a place in Lawrenceville with the same name. Yes. And I kept trying. I was, like, trying to make sure I wasn't covering that place. And finally, I went back to the source is what happened. So the tour that we went on was with a group and this is from their Facebook page. Yes. Is what I pulled is the history of the United Methodist Village from them. Because I'm like, well, they've got it. I tried to check the validity of it very hard again. So we're going to trust them. I'm not sure where they got the information. So that's okay. Cite your sources, folks. Don't shoot the messenger, y'all, if <laughs> this is wrong. <clears throat> Sorry, this child is kicking the crap out of me, and I'm trying not to die. <laughs> you eat jalapeno poppers. What do you expect? I love... I liked them before. It doesn't matter. Right. She likes them, too. I assume that's what all that movement is. She's very excited. And not uncomfortable. Oh, God, I have to segue just a little bit. Did I tell you about what... Uh, I went to have a 4D sonogram done, and what the guy told me while he was... Looking, because we had just had lunch. Okay. And I'm like, she's a moving and a grooving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. And I told him we had just had lunch. And he said, did you know that babies in the womb chew on the placenta, or on the placenta, on the um, umbilical cord? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? He said babies will, like, nom on the umbilical cord because then they can taste what you've eaten. They can taste what you taste what in the world i don't if if any of you have heard this before let me know i was i don't know why he was telling me this while i was on the table i'm like Ugh. that's kind of gr that's kind of gross well and i had already been told that she would like grip the umbilical cord <laughs> just because there's something to grab in there and she, right. grab onto it but i guess sometimes she'll also nibble on it to be like what did you eat <laughs> so man i assume she's enjoying the jalapeno poppers right now hopefully they've, they've gotten to her at this point i would think as long as it's taken to digest anyway, <laughs> that's weird things my body the things bodies can do man crazy stuff it's creepy anyway <clears throat> i'm gonna try and focus but she's like making me super uncomfortable so i keep grunting <laughs> sorry Here's the history behind the actual United Methodist Village. Freaking mouthful. This one that we are talking about, if you're going to look it up yourself, it is at 1616 Cedar Street, not the other one. Yeah, I think I found the other one when I first put in the location. Yeah, and yeah. you see all these like cute old people sitting in <laughs> chairs, <laughs> and you're like, what? There used to be cute old Well, people. yeah, this place there used to be, too. And that, that's the problem. So here we go. And I try, I've read through this so many times and I've tried to clarify it in my head. I don't know. I feel like they, I wish it was a little more detailed, but here we go. We're going to do our best from their Facebook page, from the, the tour people's Facebook page. Yes. They said the village began its ministry as old folks home. And that's in parentheses. I guess that's what they called it. Okay. In Smithboro, Illinois, in 1908. Wow. In 1915, the building burned, and the residents had to move to a rented quarters at Greenville. Oh. I don't know if Greenville is the name of the building or Greenville, Illinois, whatever that is, but they had to move to Greenville. Later, they had to move to Litchfield and then Lebanon. So I think these are cities in Illinois. Yeah. They're getting moved around a lot. I don't know. They don't have a permanent residence yet. In 1918, though, the residents were moved to a home in St. Francisville, where it continued until 1926, at which time a three-story building was completed in Lawrenceville on a five-acre tract of land, and it was donated by the Lawrenceville Chamber of Commerce. 
And they said, give me that. Yeah. That's not in their writing, but I added that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When I read this, I think I was hungry when I was first reading it. Because it said wings were added to the building. I was like, "Mm, wings. (laughs) But I... And then I went too literal. I'm like, they painted wings like on the side of the building. You know how like the photo ops, they're talking about hospital wings. Yes, Megan. It took me several minutes to figure that out. I have already had dinner and dessert and I went, "Mm, wings. You too. Me too. (laughs) God. Okay. Well, they added wings like corridors or sections. Yes. Hallways. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, my bad. They were added to the building in 1953, and the building, including the wings, mm, is no, now known <laughs> as Holden Center. So Okay. Okay. Because of the pressing need for nursing care, Wesley Center was built in 1967 and Dykus Center in 1974, mm-hmm. which I did recognize some of those names. I was like, okay. Right. We're getting there. <laughs> A 28-bed Alzheimer unit was completed in 1990. Okay. So we're talking like 40, almost 40 years. Well, I guess when the centers were built, it was, it's weird because the building was 1953. The centers were like 1967, 1974. And it took that long to get a unit for patients with Alzheimer's. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was already sort of a thing by then. That's something they probably should have invested in sooner. Right. And I guess I didn't do my medical history, but like how long has that been? An actual diagnosis where they knew what to do. Or prevalent with... or something that they cared about or thought was real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because when you I know a little bit about uh, cerebral palsy and the fact that they just put you as like lame they would write lame or something i can't they even use like pretty awful terms to probably describe, like, like nuisance something or stupid wild. like they just put, he's dumb yeah. and it's like no that's not, that is not how that works jesus and they're not that's the worst part i digress anyway yeah, that's a whole other shoe here something. we go it, we're back to the medical things we did medical last week right because that was uh arizona yeah, the it was ger- a hospital? Yeah. 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 Medical stuff. You gotta brush up, I guess. Sorry, guys. Let me just go get my uh, PhD real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In 1991, the Village Playhouse was open to assist employees in the community with daycare needs. And I don't know if that's... Well, I say daycare, I assume children. But... Well, yeah. Hmm. I, I would think. I think it was part of the building. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. There was a part of the building, even though it was mostly for older people. Yes. That's right. Yeah. How could I forget? Look at me. <clears throat> Moving on. In order to meet the demand for independent living, the village has built or acquired a number of apartments, cottages, and houses called Southern Me- uh, Meadows. In 1994, the village added oh, uh, Mikio. Mc- I don't know. That's probably wrong. McKeo Center, now called Southern Meadows Estates. Okay. An independent living apartment complex. Like senior living, I would think. Right. The United Methodist Village purchased the Lawrenceville Manor at 2101 James Street, which I think that's the other one. There we go. Somehow I've just managed to skip that. So Okay. <laughs> it is the same owners. Okay. Or at the time it was. Uh, they purchased it on March first, two thousand four, and changed the name to the United Methodist Village North Campus in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. The North Campus is a one hundred twenty three bed skilled nursing facility. In the early part of two thousand nine, the North Campus added a chapel to its south side for residents to be able to attend services. In August of two thousand nine. The village decided to convert a wing at the North Campus to assisted living. Living. (laughs) In 2011, the village converted a wing at their main campus to accommodate more Alzheimer's residents. Yay, moving on. Yay. Then in 2012, after 86 years, a landmark at the United Methodist Village closed its doors. Man. Womp womp. Doesn't say why, though. Probably lack of funding. Possibly, or I don't know if it just, uh, employment was down, they couldn't uh, keep people, I don't know. Who knows? 
Who knows? It's a mystery. The United Methodist Village Board of Directors and Administration announced the closing of Holden Center, the oldest section of Lawrenceville campus, in late January of 2012. This is not a good year. Everything's shutting down. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Officials at the village noted that changes in long-term care led to the closure. Oh, there we go. (laughs) If we just read a little further. (laughs) It says here, quote, As the governments have become increasingly involved in the regulation of long-term care, more and more changes have been forced upon the industry. Mm. Uh, That's something the village noted in a press release. After a small fire in 2004, residents were moved off the third floor. So we backed up a little bit. 2012 is when it was closing. Yes. But back in 2004, a small fire, and the residents were moved off the third floor while the residents on the remaining floor stayed. So for floor one and two, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, because of added, I'm sorry, in 2005, because of added government mandates, it was clear the remaining residents would also no longer be able to stay. Holden Center was then assigned to be used for administrative offices and storage. Okay. This three-story building, just big old Right, and where did they send them? Like, where did they go? Well, let's see. I don't want to say I don't know and then be like, well, yes, I do. Uh, They also noted that continued cuts in Medicare and Medicaid reimbursements and increased cost of operating the 86-year-old facility made the closure necessary. So we're not updating it. Shut it down. Yeah, is essentially what they said. The needs of the residents, which have been the top priority of the village, was placed above all else. So, kick them out? That's how you do that. Okay, whatever. Uh, The Holden Center stopped accommodating residents in 2005 and shut down completely in 2012. The Wesley Center then shut down and closed its doors in 2018. So we're like... Not that far away. No, which included the Dicus Center and the Alzheimer's Wing, known as the Otten Center. Yes. Yes. The North Campus of the United Methodist Village closed its doors on September 10th, 2021. Wow. <laughs> yeah, not even a year ago. The now 96-year-old Holden Center and the 55-year-old new addition known as the Wesley Center now sits vacant as of 2022 and is a haunting reminder of the flourishing facility that it once was. Mm-hmm. If I walked in that building and you... Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can say I'm surprised or not that it closed that short a time ago. Parts part, of it. Part of me is and part of me is not. Yeah. Well, they had one last little tidbit... Uh, just because the building is now empty and vacant does not mean that all of the residents have left. Ooh. Ooh. The building is now rumored to be... Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Are you mocking me? No. Well, like a little bit, but then I like also yawned a little bit oh there for God. a second. So I'm old. We're doing this later than usual. I know. Anyway, the building is now rumored to be haunted by many of the individuals that called it home. Their ghosts are said to still walk the hallways long after the doors have closed for good at the United Methodist Village in Lawrenceville, Illinois. Wow. And that is all I have for for this place i'm sorry i mean they did a good job like right. i said i wish there was some more uh explanation on some stuff or clarification but overall not bad or some sources yeah i don't know to, to you know verify i don't know where they got this information they said some of those quotes were from press releases so surely i could go find those somewhere but i don't know where well that or they mentioned like when we were there like actually at the location that People who had parents or grandparents that were residents there have given them information like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as of right now, because it closed so such a short time ago, there were people who their parents worked there or they worked there and they're like, yep. Yeah. It's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> They've experienced stuff. They've heard other people experience stuff. Uh, currently the building it's in the middle of like changing hands right now the fate of it is kind of up in the air i believe Mm -hmm. and it's kind of it's weird and maybe i can let you explain what the building's currently being used for its two purposes as of today yeah i'll go ahead and stop that's really all the history because now we're going to be talking about present day and Kelsey can tell you all about our experience at the United Methodist Village. I can, yes. So let us have it, Kelsey. First of all, when we were given the tour, 
they warned us about different things we would see like hung up on the walls and a little area in the main kind of hub that we would be leaving our things that they had another activity that goes on within this building besides the haunted investigations which is it is a laser tag place yeah like they use the building for laser tag so they're like you'll see like lights up lights around i don't think like fog stuff but basically just like all the stuff that gives you the ambiance of laser tag hanging around the building they're like so don't worry about that yeah (laughs) well and i when we got there to do our tour they were finishing up (laughs) a laser tag um session yeah they're like yeah they're gonna go put all the the gear and stuff away we'll be ready in just a little bit (laughs) and sure enough in that hub there's a whole area it's funny because this is like a weirdly dilapidated like i said you parts of it you would have no idea that it closed a year ago yeah that's genuine that's kind of scary that's how even if they closed it it off yeah if it had been closed off since say like one one of those centers said it closed in like 2008 or something that seems like that is a, a liability of, to have that just hanging out there. Right. That's a lot of decay. That, like, that's a lot for a building to go through in just a short amount of time. It looks yeah. a lot longer than that. Like, yeah. we've been in much older buildings that were, like, in the same shape. Yeah. But, yeah, laser tag, you go in <laughs> this dilapidated area. You go through a place where you literally have to wear N95 masks for precautions of all of this oh, stuff in the, the air hanging asbestos from the ceiling and yeah <laughs> things and like then that. suddenly they're like oh don't mind the 32 inch tvs over here that have the laser tag stats and all the guns and gears <laughs> next to it like it was such there was a lot going on yeah there is electricity in the building uh not the whole building but parts of it parts of it yeah they're I mean, enough to play laser tag. I don't know. Yeah, they're like entryway and the that room, that big whatever hub. I don't know what I we keep, call Yeah, it. I keep calling it a hub. It had to have been like a dining hall or something. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the grand tour, which this dude kept saying, like, he's going to show us this, this tour. It's a big building. He's like, you could easily get lost in here, blah, blah, blah. I'll be honest. When we were on the tour, I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to remember what places to go because it was a lot to go over. Yes. And we've been in some big locations, but I was like, dang, this dude may not have been joking. Well, like Waverly is huge, but it's also very uniform on each floor. Yeah. So this one was just a maze. It, It really was like... It was, I don't know how else to say it, except, yeah, it was a maze. I felt like we would take a turn, a turn, a turn, and then he's like, and now we're back to this area, but we're going to go down this hallway and show you this thing. I'm like, what in the world? (laughs) So it was just a lot to keep track of. So we were taking mental notes of where to go, to hang out, to get, like, some good evidence, you know? Yeah. And... I, I'm just, I'm just, the whole thing was a blur, truthfully. By the end of, I don't know what clicked, but by the end of the tour, suddenly it didn't seem so big. Like, I was like, oh, we just go down this hallway this way. For mm-hmm. the first 30 minutes, I couldn't even find the freaking bathroom. I was like, I gotta go potty. Yeah. I don't know where it is. There is a working bathroom there. Thank the Lord. Yeah. By the end of the night, we were doing laps like we had been there forever. Like, it was pretty... Once you got it down, it really wasn't that confusing confusing or intimidating. Because the thing, he took us through the building first and pointed out all the hot spots. And then at the end, he's like, okay, you're free to do whatever you want, which kind of good. Like, we didn't all have to stay as a big group because it was a large group. Yeah, I can't remember how many, what, 20 or 30 people maybe? I would say roughly. Yeah. Um. The problem is some of the people in our group, well, okay. nice people. Yeah, we'll I'll, we'll get there. Okay. Because <laughs> so I'm just... Uh. I know, there's a lot and I'm trying not to... I'm like almost getting ahead of myself. So, sorry, I'm trying to swallow. I can't swallow. Oh, good. Need a drink? It, it just ran. It just happens. You guess know, it, it'd be like that. I guess I'll just... This is how I go. <laughs> so... He's telling us all these, like, this is a room where a patient, you know, died in. This is a room where 
I can't basically a lot of people dying because it was an old like a, a senior living facility and so not that they weren't neglected it's just they were they're old, old. sorry yeah, yeah so lots of places where he's like this is where this room in particular happened someone saw this happen in this room there's I wish there were like spookier stories but it's mostly just like someone died in this room this room this room uh-huh what have you but there were particular rooms that they pointed out that in past investigations, people have experienced, like, a lot in this room and back in this hallway. So we're taking mental notes of that. Yeah. This, <laughs> I hate to just come out swinging like this. I got to come out with the negatives first uh, of the of the tour. Okay. <laughs> which includes the people we were with. The first, well, actually, the first negative was this was a five-hour investigation from midnight to 5 a.m. Yes. I think the tour of this building that, honestly, truthfully, by the end of it, was not as big as it seemed, was like two to two and a half hours long. It was a doozy. <laughs> the tour alone took half of the night. Yeah. And at a point, we're just like... We get it. <laughs> we're kind of shutting down, because it's just, we've are, we've been here two and a half hours, and we're just walking and staring and standing and listening or trying to listen. Yeah, that's what I was about to <laughs> say. Because the complaint number two was, and this is not the group that was running, this is not their fault, but the people that were in the group to investigate with us were interesting. <laughs> nice, but chatty. Very chatty, yeah. And, like, I'll feel like a big butthole if some of those people are listening to this, but, like, y'all talked a lot. It was a lot. It Well, there were people in our group who had gone the night before or had been several Multiple times. times. And they're like, yeah, you said you saw this last time, right? And they're like, yeah, definitely over there. And mm -hmm. last night you saw what happened to so-and-so. They're like, yeah. it Mostly, there was one instance where I was starting to get a little frustrated because he is showing us one of, like, the more intense, like, as far as evidence goes, areas yes. in the building, which happened to be the Auten Center. Yes. Yes. And he's talking, saying, blah, 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 spooky room, old people died. Uh-huh. And in the middle of him giving this very in-depth description of the room, someone just sort of, like, traipses off on their own and very loudly was like, did you hear that? And then whips out all their equipment. They're like, is there someone here that would like to contact us? Yeah. And just, it was very loud. And over him trying to give this tour, he's like, oh, I guess we're starting our investigation now. <laughs> like, he seemed yeah, a little taken aback paused. as well. Yeah. And after that moment, it sort of felt like a, a, a section of this group sort of went on autopilot. And they were just sort of doing their investigation as we're trying to do a tour. Right. Loudly. And it was very hard to listen to him. It was late. We are old. It was a long, it was a long tour. And so I felt bad, but like, man, I was really starting to tune out towards the end. Well, I couldn't hear him at some points because the group was talking because, oh, we were just here last night and they, they're talking about something totally unrelated yeah, to the investigation. Because they're bored because they just did this 24 hours ago. So why did you come back first of all? But yeah, I was just like, I, there was one part, I can't even remember which room it was, but um, I didn't hear a word he said about that room. I have no idea why it was haunted. I was no. just like, okay, sure. no. And there, and there were also parts of the tour that I didn't think were really necessary. Like, he took us down to this room. He's like, oh, this is still active. Like, the wrestling team comes down here and uses this yeah. room for practice. It's not really haunted, but I think it's a cool area. I'm like, then why did we take all this time to there come all the way down to this wing? A couple of places he did. I don't know if it was just for, like, a break or a breather. And I was just like, no, let's just go to where we need to go. Please take us to the spooky stuff. But this place... The negatives aside, there were some cool locations, like this room that there is said to... There's a chair in the room. Like, I don't know. There's... Oh, gosh. There's a location, haunted location somewhere in the world. I can't think of it right now that there's a chair that when people sit in it, historically speaking, very soon after, they would die. To the oh. point where they have, like, hung this chair up 
high up on the wall so people will not sit in it anymore. I kind of know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of what it is. Sort of the same vibe here. Not that people would die, but they said there's like a chair in this room in the Alzheimer's area that if you sit in it, inevitably you will become sick. Something bad will happen to you. Yeah. That was a spooky area. A whole... uh what is the word I'm looking for? Abandoned, dilapidated, creepy, but also comforting chapel. Oh, Like, yeah. basically, the only thing that's not broken in the room is the stained glass windows. Oh, yep. And lots of lots of promising locations within this building. The children's ward in the basement. With super low ceilings. Like, for us. We are not tall people. <laughs> and the seal, like, I could reach my hand up and touch the ceiling. Yeah. But a children's work, we all know how we feel about children, ghosts. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. A whole children's ward, an area, like, we're wearing N95 masks to be in this area. There is a whole other area where they're like, we're not really going to go down there unless you really want to because it is very... It's even worse. It's even worse, even with the mask. Yeah. So, lots of hope, lots of potential. Our first hope when we split the group up was that we were going to go to the chapel. That was the one that really interested us. But it was also another point oh, of annoyance that yes. we're all just very quietly waiting. We, it did feel, there was a, a feeling in there. Yes. And he's like, let's just everybody take a second. Yeah, just like turn feel, your flashlights off. Turn everything off. Let's just feel the energy. And he asked, he was leading this, is there anyone that wants to speak with us? Sorry, I'm, like, having a moment here. Oh. <laughs> Is there anyone that wants to speak with us? Very quiet, like, that really, you know, heavy silence. And then this same group <laughs> within our group mm. is like, did you see that up there? And so someone shines their flashlight up. They're like, what is it? There's a balcony in this chapel. Yeah. And... You say balcony? Balcony. Okay, I heard Do bell. I say that wrong, too? Balcony. I heard bell. Maybe I... Do. I don't say a lot of things correctly. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, they're like, did you see that up there? He shines light up in the bel balcony, in the balcony. <laughs> uh -huh. And he's like, what did you see? And the thing is, you could have been like, I saw a shadow. I saw a th person even. Just, but like to pop off immediately after asking, what did you see? With complete description, including the hairstyle that the person had and the clothes that they were wearing. Yeah. It felt so prepared they're just like it was a short or first of all they said there was a big guy that just went across the balcony it started uh -huh. with that okay and then remember we went upstairs to where the balcony opens up to we on actually the next went floor. to the balcony yeah and wouldn't you know it wouldn't what are the odds that we turn the corner and as soon as that door keep in mind this group was there the night before the door that leads off of the balcony when we saw it, they're like, there he was again. <laughs> and suddenly they're like, he was a short man with like a comb over, a comb over wearing like, and they said the, the clothes he was wearing and like his build and stuff. And I'm like, that's funny. Wasn't there a big guy that just went across the balcony a little bit ago, but they said they saw the same exact guy like run out again. They were the only ones to see it also. Yeah. And in a split second through a small window and a door, like, <sighs> yeah. Which, this, <laughs> I felt really bad. That was something also kind of why we went to the chapel, because we wanted to debunk it. Yeah. And, you know, when you shine your flashlight, there are little turrets on the balcony. And if you shine your light across it, the shadow follows and moves across the balcony yeah. at about a person's height. Well, and it still had the lights hanging, the light fixtures. So if people were shining their flashlights up, hit that light fixture just right, it could have bounced a shadow over there. Several things could have happened to cause that. Right. So also why we wanted to go back to the chapel, because it was frustrating because there was kind of a, a, a vibe, a feeling. Yeah. And we're like, well, you just kind of pooped all over it. So we're going to go back and figure that out ourselves. Okay, so now all of that in mind, we have the we've gone through this two and a, two and a half hour long tour. We've had the interruptions and the frustrations throughout the whole thing. We have made note of all of the places we would like to hit in the two and a half hours we have left in this investigation, thinking we might not have enough time. Truth be told, uh huh. So we start with the chapel. <laughs> yep. I. We set up a voice recorder. Voice recorders, video cameras emf readers 
the whole the whole i don't think we did a grid light in here no we did not uh we did do a grid light for a little bit then i think we turned it off the second half yeah i don't know if it was the power of suggestion or what was going on but i'll tell you what i probably could have like put a little mattress down and taking a nap and oh my gosh what in the world (laughs) the spirits are taking (laughs) take me (laughs) i could have fallen asleep in that chapel i've never been so comfy in a quote-unquote haunted location like i felt nothing it was the cleanest place i've ever felt uh like spirit wise because this is actually the really bad part of the building where you had to wear a mask oh yeah it was super messy um there just every this is why i'm like how has this only been closed for a few years because this is one of the areas that like really bad it was a mess the floors were soaked um oh yeah i didn't realize that the floors were i like sat the bag down picked it up later i was like what what's on my bag what is touching me and the floors were wet which is odd because the windows were all intact i think yeah that's i didn't see any even the ceiling wasn't like open so i don't really know what I don't know what caused that. I don't know. So, chapel, really, really clean. Not a lot happening there. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how far to dig into this. Uh, I sat, I sat in the chair. Yeah. Uh, well, are we, so you're going to skip. Um, here's the thing, guys. Uh, I'm <laughs> very much pregante. At at this point, even I'm still still pregnant, still doing my thing. Yes. I cannot do investigations the way I used to. Like Waverly is 100 percent out of the question for me. Right. It did kind of suck that like I, at, about an hour in, you were ready to like chop your feet. I off. was very frustrated with myself and my body, but I was like waddling and my feet hurt so bad my back hurt and i was like i think i have to sit out and thank god for that little hub area honestly because it had clean tables and chairs i said i'm going to sit down and yeah and then me and maddie kind of went off on and our you own. guys went to go do something in the basement yeah in one of the and actually one of the hallways that he was like if you want to check that out you can but it's pretty bad down there uh-huh uh it was a random array of things left behind everything from like kids toys and vhs tapes to filing cabinets and print a working a humming printer like printer and scanner at the very end of the hallway we're like okay that's weird yikes and the only thing that like really threw me down there was we passed over i looked in the room with the vhs tapes like i walked right in there Uh looked at the toys looked at the vhs tapes I was like, oh, Bambi, oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, did a little EVP session in that room. Went to go leave. And then as I was leaving, I had to like sidestep because there was a broom in the doorway just a little bit. And I suddenly, I didn't think about it much at the moment or like right then. But I sidestepped the broom and then took a couple steps and turned around. And I was like, that broom was not there to begin with. Because I remember just walking into the room un, you know, hindered Uh by anything and like i had to sidestep a broom on my way out and i was like where did you come from okay (laughs) so like that was a weird little thing that i'm like did i really just not notice it but it was enough that i noticed it the second time so right Hmm. i I don't know that was a weird one but not much so you didn't really tell me what happened after i took my little break (laughs) right i mean we did an evp session down there it was very quiet um it was really calm it was very still again i had a moment the humming printer kind of threw me but the other thing is a lot of these rooms were even though they were in the quote-unquote basement they were on ground level and each room had a window with the street lights outside with cars driving by so it was just like you we had our i think we had our flashlights off and you could still see and it was just I didn't feel a lot. Like, we did do a long EVP session down there that I need to give another listen over to see what we've got. But truth be told, in the moment, other than the broom, mm-hmm. not not a lot. Really not a lot. Rip. <laughs> and so I, that's why I was jumping to, like, the more notable things. Like, I did sit in I the chair that ask. you're apparently... <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but I did sit in the chair that you're supposed to get sick after you sit in it or whatever. Yeah. 
Spoilers. I did not get sick. But <laughs> but we think we may have found something that causes it, remember? Do they the chair oh, faces yeah, yeah, yeah. the hallway. So they say that people who sit in this chair tend to get sick sometimes right in the moment. The chair is facing out into the hallway. It's in one of the rooms, but it's facing out into the hallway. I really hope this makes sense. What they had in the hallway is that old, like, 90s, early 2000s, like, electric ball thing that, like, it the looks lightning like... lightning looking Yeah, thing. the lightning ball that when you stick your fingers on it, the lightning, like, goes to wherever you're touching it. And they use that. That's another tool they used to see, like, if there is electromagnetic energy going around that it will if there's an if there's like a presence near it that the lightning in the ball will kind of go towards that spot and i never thought of that before but that is kind of interesting and kind of cool because it is very light to the touch to get the lightning to move yes but if you're sitting in that chair and staring out into the hallway and that ball is directly in your line of sight it was like I hate to say, like, hypnotizing, but a little bit. Like, I could have fallen out of my chair if I kept watching it. It was just yeah, hypnotic a little bit. Well, and we didn't want to say that the the tour guides, the people running this, were faking it or, like, doing it to cause some type of optical illusion like that where you did get almost like a vertigo feeling or mm-hmm. something. I don't think they intended to do it on purpose, but it would explain the uneasy feeling after sitting in that chair for a little bit. Right. So we hit the chapel. We hit the creepy basement that he's like, if you guys want to go in there, you can, even though they didn't. We hit the chair that you're supposed to sit in and get sick in. Mm -hmm. We We did run EVPs in that room. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of balls in there, like rubber balls. As like Um, uh, trigger objects, kind of. Yeah. Um, While sitting in that room, we did sit in the dark and ran the EVP and heard some creaking. Yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of creaking here and there. And we were asking, you know, if it's like a spirit, can you do that for us again? It did happen once, but it was inconsistent. Yes, it didn't do it every time, which I know it's not always going to happen on command, but it, it just wasn't enough for us to be like, yes. Right, and it's also very hard when there are levels above you that people may be walking around in and creaking the floors up there. Yeah. Because everyone had free room with the building that night. <laughs> we've kind of, we've given you a little bit now. It feels very, you know, kind of a kind of a downer as far as like our <laughs> our investigation goes. But I'm here to tell you that it was 100% a downer probably easily without question the worst investigation we've done yeah <laughs> i'm sorry to lead you on i'm sorry to lead you guys on the intro like was deceiving minutes. yeah but... the intro was deceiving because there are no stories there no. is no evidence there is nothing and you know we went into this hopeful and left under so so disappointed and we are here to sit here and tell you like it was still an interesting you know visit and we hope that this episode was kind of worth it but basically this is just uh, a tale of warning you know that not everything is haunted don't this building has been closed for less than a year. Just because people died in a building does not make it haunted. Just no. because someone said they had an uneasy feeling in a room does not make it haunted. I'm really sorry for the people that run this this whole investigation thing here for people that have been right. there. If some people have experiences and I'm not going to, you know, say that they didn't well, have those experiences. They were telling us stuff that had happened just the night before. Even like the laser taggers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you call them laser tag players? Yeah. Uh they were playing and in one of the hallways there's like the emergency lights up on the ceiling. Yeah. They one said just it just shattered. busted. Which that is weird. That is a little weird that that would just happen out of nowhere. If there are people out there that have had experiences at this location, more power to them. But I am telling you right now, even in the asbestos-filled hallway, I could have laid down, slept with no lights on, and been completely comfortable. Yeah. Like, I didn't know feelings. No There wasn't at any point that any of us got, like, an uneasy vibe, except the chapel, just for a moment. 
And there's probably another factor as to why we didn't ever get that uneasy feeling. (laughs) This is... I'm really sorry. Like, I hate to be such a poop about this place, but I'm also going to be a poop about the people that ran this investigation because when everything when the tour was said and done they're like leave your stuff in this hub area if you want and you kind of spread out and do your own thing these two guys who haven't been in the group who weren't a part of the group that was leading this investigation sort of showed up out of nowhere we're like where did these guys come from playing laser tag before and stuck around i don't know right well one of them was carrying a guitar case and I was like, oh, cool guitar. I didn't, I thought maybe they were friends of the people running the investigation. They're like, hey, we're going to leave now, blah, blah, blah. Uh huh. No, <laughs> these two guys set up camp in this main hub area, which, mind you, is kind of like the heart of the building. It is the center, the highest ceiling. off of it. Yeah, the highest ceiling, wood ceilings, drywall walls, tile floor, the most acoustically sound room in the entire building and this guy whips out a guitar and starts playing like he's performing for George Strait himself. I don't understand. I do not understand. This is why we can listen to our EVP sessions again, but I guarantee you every single session that we did, you will be serenaded ever so slightly by the by the sweet sounds of this dude playing Reba, and he'll never tell me it wasn't Reba. <laughs> it was all country music, too. I yes. like some country music, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But it it wasn't even like he was just kind of playing for himself. Like, this dude was playing for the whole building. He was singing for his life. <laughs> he, he was. He, it was. He was really good, don't get me wrong. He had a great voice. He was good at playing guitar, but... You could hear it at you had to be most points in the, the farthest points of the building to just not hear him. Yeah. And even still, I wouldn't trust EVPs because who's to know if it's saturated by that or not? Or the other people wandering the building because we were allowed to just go out on our own and investigate as we please for the rest of the night. And there were times where we bumped into other people yes. trying to do a session. Uh, there was a guy near the laser tag stuff that was just sleeping in <laughs> yeah. one of the armchairs. Like, I think even snoring a little bit. Yeah. I. It was the weirdest. I, I, I You know what? I feel bad saying this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because it's just the truth. It was one of the most unprofessional investigations I have ever done, hands down. Which is, At no point did they stop that dude from snoring in the corner, but he and he was a part of the group. Yeah. At no point did they stop these two random strangers, as far as we were concerned, from playing guitar and performing a whole whole two hour concert in the center of the building. Like they just they this, never stopped him. They talked. They actually commented to him and tell, told him it sounded good and like keep it up, buddy. Like. This investigation team that we were with has been doing this for several years. Yeah. And they do, they've gone to other places, they've done other things, but I don't know what, what it was about that night. I just, yeah. like, I feel like if they've been doing it for this long and people are still paying and still going, surely they do visit some actual, I mean, this place could be haunted, I guess. Right. Is I, it- I don't know. Is it possible that we just stumbled upon, I don't know, the worst night of investigation in the history of paranormal investigations? Possibly. Everything is possible. But, yeah, dude playing guitar, guy snoring in the the corner, uh, two and a half hour long tour on a five hour investigation, a group of people who just kept randomly shouting in the middle of said tour that haunted things were happening when they, I'm sorry, were not happening. Yeah. It, it was bad. Just heed our warning, guys. Like, this we, is just, yeah, this is just they got a cautionary <laughs> tale. That was what I was looking to say. This is a cautionary tale that... They got us good. You know what? The price was right. The distance wasn't that bad for us. And we, man, we hooked that real good (laughs) i feel like people want so badly for things to be haunted sometimes because well a bunch of old people died here someone slipped and fell and died in this room well you know what it's a senior living center unfortunately these things do happen yes not everything is haunted and this is a perfect example of 
they were really, really grasping at straws and they weren't even good straws. No. No. They were those biodegradable cardboard straws that like are really cool if you can finish your drink in five minutes. Yeah. Kind of straws. <laughs> I don't know. Nice people just this was not it, guys. This was not it. So I don't even know I wanna do it just for kicks because it'll be a first and I hope a last. I want to rate it. Our rating? Yeah. yeah. Look, this place is a far cry from Whisper Estates, I'll tell you that. Right. I tried so hard that intro. I was like, I'm going to make it sound all mysterious. And like we stumbled upon guessing. a gem. No, we stumbled upon a turd. We sure did. So, yes, we did. for those of you that have maybe joined us recently, since we've done this whole new setup of our episodes, we do rate locations that we have ourselves been to. And we tell you whether or not we think, based on a couple different things, scare level, no, sorry, historical accuracy, scare level, believability, and then overall, and we tell you if we think the place is haunted or not, and if we recommend you go or not. So let's go yeah. ahead, just for kicks, and and do it. Megan, historical accuracy, three, two, one, zero. One. Oh, oh are we going to nice. go zero? Are we going to go zero? What do you have to back up the... What do you have to back up the claims? The building is there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. giving it a zero because there's literally no sighting of sources anywhere. Yeah. You couldn't find it. So how did they find it? It was very hard. I did some digging. I I thought I'd found something for the 1908, which was the start date. Uh, but it wasn't right. It wasn't... It didn't cover what they were saying. So I... Yeah. Okay, fine. Zero. Okay, well, how about if we go at it from the angle of historical accuracy as far as like the experiences we had based on the history oh zero, zero. okay yeah. scare level three two one zero, zero. <laughs> uh believability three two one zero, zero. overall <laughs> first and hopefully last time we ever have to do this overall score three two one zero that's a lot of Z's, guys. It's <laughs> <A zero. laughs> not good. It's not good. It's just not good. I don't no. know what else to say. No. And I'll, you know, you may not even have to waste your money anyway, because what I said at the beginning of the episode is that the uh, future of this building is in jeopardy. Uh, there's talks of having it torn down. And actually, the reason why we went on such short notice is because... It was presented online as, hey, this building is changing hands. This is going to be the last investigation we can do of this place. It was 20 bucks. We're like, yeah, absolutely. Considering another place we have been eyeballing is, what, $900 for an overnight investigation? Uh Yes. We we want to go, but uh, $20 versus $900, it was kind of a no-brainer. We're like, we will drive the hour at midnight, Terre Haute time to go to this haunted place because they said because it was changing hands they wouldn't be doing this anymore then surprise surprise just recently posted hey we still have the go-ahead to do these for a little while wouldn't you know it yeah but again it's still still up in the air if this place is getting torn down or not i don't know so you may not even have to if if you really want to go before they close, give it a try. Let us know. But I mean, I'm you're only you. out 20 bucks and five hours of sleep. But like, let us know if you have any experiences there. But we will tell you now, in our opinion, not save your money. Don't do thing. it. Do not do it. Yeah. Haunted is a sock drawer. Pull that, <laughs> old, that old adage back out. And that's going to wrap up. The Lawrenceville United Methodist Village. <laughs> yes, a mouthful. My Sorry goodness. to come in with kind of a stinker. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad doing this, but but it's we're being honest with you. They can't all be scary. And we've mentioned this a number of times before in like our first year of recording that we did this because we really like going to haunted places and having these experiences. But also the point of this is that we are traveling small town America for you to investigate these locations and tell you if we think that they are haunted. That means they may be, they may not be. And this is a perfect example of she's not. Right. Not even a shred. Not even a little bit. But that's okay. So let let this be a lesson to you all. Yeah. 
That's all right, though. We'll keep doing the dirty work for you, though. Don't worry. Hopefully, I'm hoping if if cards are played correctly, we will have a much better location for you next month. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, but next week we'll be back to traveling the good U.S. of A. <laughs> Is it good? I don't know. One, That's questionable nowadays. Uh, alphabetically, because we are not clever, and I don't know if you how quickly you guys caught on that... <laughs> We're just going down the line alphabetically. It is a so. guaranteed 50, epi- 50 episodes. Oh roughly, my, how many almost a year. How many of, states? Well, with our listener episodes, you're going to get more than a year of episodes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> We've done it. All right. So next week we'll be in Arkansas. So if you have any guesses about where we're going in Arkansas, hit us up on social media. Let us know where you think we're going next. And we'll see you next week. See you in Arkansas. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at or so they say Pod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash or so they say pod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We, and the algorithms, will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.